You're listening to Drum Sex. And before we help you have the best sex of your life, we must put a warning that this podcast does contain mature themes. If you're cool with that. Have you ever considered being in an open relationship? I mean, being with your main, but both of you are actively dating and sleeping with other people. In a world where monogamy is widely practiced and even encouraged by popular culture and all the romance movies we consume, it can be hard to see love and commitment outside of it. But what about sexual exploration? A lot of people who opt for open relationships say they do it because how? Just how can you have sex with the same person for the rest of your life? And to be honest, that's valid. Siabonga Zwane from KwaZulu Natal is currently in an open relationship with his partner. And he spoke to us about why they felt this was the best option for them. Um, the suggestion came from me. <laughs> Let me tell you why it came from me, right? Let me tell you why it came from me. My partner is basically much more older than I am, right? And I'm much more younger than him. And basically, I am the type of person that loves to explore, loves to experience. Mm-hmm. We have this thing, we met on a dating app actually, we met on a dating app, it was a gay dating app, it's, it's called Grinder. Mm-hmm. We met on Grinder, and we spoke for about a few days, yes we did, we spoke for a few days until he moved on and then he told me, you know what, come we'll talk on, uh, on WhatsApp. We tried making it work for about a whole year and a half and then i kind of fell a bit down because now i'm with the same person i am basically doing the i'm doing everything i sharing my space with the person mm-hmm. i am sharing everything with the person my time basically my whole life with the person it made me feel like i'm losing a part of myself yeah it made me feel like i am growing up at a young age mm-hmm. it made me feel like i am not able to explore and experience the way other people of my age are experiencing and exploring their life, their sexuality. There's so much to life than having to settle down with one person. That's my own perspective. Mm-hmm. We sat down and we with each other. And then I told him, you know what, babe? I won't lie. I do love you. Mm-hmm. I love you a lot. But I feel like as soon as I entered this relationship, I felt like I lost myself in between. I feel like the missing pieces of my life have somehow disappeared Mm -hmm. and the only way i can find them is if you let me be able to explore myself my own sexuality how i like things because he is a much more settled down person at this age Mm -hmm. you know at the ages in Mm -hmm. and apparently it became a thought that you know due to us being a gay couple basically and there's a way that we can apparently explore mm-hmm. using the app called grinder so mm-hmm. i went back to grinder he allowed me to explore yes i still come back home to him every single time when i do go back home to your castle mm-hmm. i go back home to him and he knows that i'm his one and only although regarding six mm-hmm. we opted to open mm-hmm. so basically when i have these sexual events with other guys it is basically an 
NSA and no string attached kind of sexual activity happening. Mm -hmm. But at that certain point, I know and I feel and I am that type of person that actually feels like, you know what? Now I know what I actually like. Now I know how I like my sex. Now I know how I like to be touched. Now I know how I like to feel. Now I know how I actually feel when I am not being touched in a way that is actually uncomfortable with me. Mm-hmm. I learned so many things which I didn't mm-hmm. learn when I was in that relationship with my partner, my only one partner. Mm-hmm. So now when I go back home to him in Newcastle, we tend to explore and play around with all those experiences that I had received from the other previous kind of no string attached sexual relationship that are happening. Personally, I'm monogamous to a fault. And although I've thought really hard about whether I would consider it if my partner ever asked it of me, or if I'd suggest it myself one day, I just don't know if I could put aside my need to have my partner be about me and only me. And Kim Abrahams is just like me. She's never been in an open relationship and does not plan to be. This is her explaining her reasoning. So I respect a couple who has chosen that for themselves. And in in fact, I think there's a part of me that admires them because I know I I would never be able to do that. Um, I mean, I know they say never say never, but I can guarantee you that Kim would never ever be in an open relationship. It would not work for me. Why do you think that's so? Is it because you've always been in monogamous relationships and you don't know anything outside of that? Or is there a deeper reason for that? I think when it comes to to an open relationship for me personally, it's just the way I am wired as a person. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would be the first to admit, I, I'm quite a jealous partner. I don't, so I would not be comfortable knowing that there's a part of my relationship I am sharing with someone else, whether that be um, just sexual and there's no emotion attached to it, or, you know, it's just, that does not, doesn't really sit well with me. Um, so I just, I think it's just who I am as a person more than what I've grown up and seen around me and become accustomed to. Outside of open relationships, there's this thing called swinging. And, um, basically swinging is when a couple together, um, decide to seek out another couple (laughs) and kind of switch partners. So it's not... it's different from like a polyamorous relationship because you're seeing other people that your partner has no involvement in but swingers usually done by like married people um is literally you and your partner doing it together and going out and switching partners with other married couples hypothetical situation kim in the future is now married for 30 years and your husband comes to you with this is is it something you believe that you would look into then? Uh, oh goodness. Maybe 30 years from now, after having been with the same man for such an extended period of time, I might feel different. Mm. But like I say, um, I don't know. I, I could never, I personally could never just engage with someone in the act of sex. 
because I find him attractive or because there's, there's a physical connection. I've, for me, I would need to delve deeper into the emotional part of it. And so, again, I say the act of swinging would be a tough thing for me to acclimatize myself to because there are so many layers that I would first have to work through you know, as opposed to just, okay, here's this opportunity, let's do it, let's spice up our marriage. I'm just not wired that way. But maybe 30 years from now, I feel differently. I don't know. When I first, when I first heard the word demisexual, this was a few years ago, I immediately just resonated with it because I felt, you know, that's what describes me. Someone can be attractive and I will acknowledge it, but there won't be physical, as in, I don't know how to put this, but a deeper physical attraction to the point where I want to act on it, unless we haven't connected intellectually or emotionally, you know, so there needs to be something more than just that. We have, as I said, we have opted to seek professional advice. That's Siabonga again, giving advice on how you can improve your sex life. That's one uh, advice I'll give, seek out professional advice. There are sex therapists out there Mm-hmm. who are willing to mm-hmm. offer these skills and show you and teach you ways of how you can manage your own sex life perfectly healthy to a point that you don't have to go and cheat there's no point of cheating mm-hmm. and that's it for today's episode special thanks to siabonga and kim for sharing their reviews with us and thank you for listening don't forget to practice safe and consensual sex see you soon